0: Welcome to Mindless Midlife Musings of the Anime Nerd. I'm Rick, and with me, as always, are Vic and Brian. What's up? (laughs) Today, we're discussing the biggest, baddest anime of all time, Akira, the 1988 classic anime that paved the way for the growth of anime worldwide. But before we get to that, I'm going to do the thing I said we wouldn't do, which is issue a correction or two. Uh, Brian, I'm going to go ahead and let you start. I don't think it's more of a correction. (laughs) <laughs> as
1: opposed to it's not like we said anything that's incorrect. I just said something that was like wrong and <laughs>
0: like objectively wrong.
1: Objectively wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh in our previous episode we were talking about uh just animated animated series that had were able to capture our attention. And I said that the first one that ever caught my attention that was actually animated in America was Avatar. And deep down, I, I, I heard Batman said saying that, what, you think I'm a joke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I, so I had to retract that and say, yeah, you have all the WBs, the animations from there, from Batman. And I, you've got to say, stuff like... Um, Freakazoid, for sure. That
0: fucking yeah. dude. <laughs>
2: yeah, we yeah, have the WB animation, all the uh, Disney animation stuff.
0: No, yeah. there's a lot of really great stuff. So I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> and I do have a correction. Well, it's my self-correction. Uh, it's about uh, in the previous episode we were discussing the PSAs on cartoons that were there. Um, I did actually dig into it a little bit, and they were there to combat critics which would certainly come out of the woodwork uh, otherwise. So an article on Mental Floss kind of dug into it a little bit. In order to show that the cartoon was not just a half-hour commercial for the toys, but was actually educational, Sunbow, the production company, added a small public service announcement at the end of every episode to teach kids some sort of lesson. Now, these were overseen by a a doctor, Dr. Robert Selman, a professor at Harvard School of Education and Human Development. So each PSA was typically featured a member of the G.I. Joe team, uh, meeting with a couple kids and lending a helping hand, or words of encouragement. Now this this also spread out to other shows like Mask and He Man and and whatnot. But but yeah, so the PSAs were not government mandated like I thought they were because that whole television law stuff didn't pass until I think like 1990. So anyway, so I now that not- I I, I was I you know it's one of those things you remember things a certain way um, and you think you've got a handle on it. But as I've learned over time just through various uh, classes and and things like that, is that our memory sucks just as a general species. We terrible at memory.
1: That's a really important point. Like we remember stuff completely differently, especially when it, like when you go back in and and take a look at something, we're going to have to have that conversation.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, it's it, but you're right. You go back and you look at something, and and uh, our memories, and, and we are so not going to get into the philosophy and all that stuff. But the yeah. our memories are, are broken pieces of a puzzle that uh, they're missing pieces. So our brain like fills those holes with bits of stuff we can think of currently. So it's kind of weird, hotch. Anyway, if you guys want to really look into it, there's lots of websites you can tell you all about how bad human memory is. We're not going to get into that. <clears throat> Mine is exceptionally bad though, so. You know, you probably get more corrections out of me. Uh, But on to Akira. Akira is a 1988 Japanese animated cyberpunk action film directed by Katsuhiro Otomo. And my pronunciation of Japanese will only get worse from here. Based on Otomo's 1982 manga of the same name, Akira premiered Japan on July 16, 1988, uh, where it was distributed by Toho. It was released the following year, in the United States by Streamline Pictures, and it is widely regarded by critics as one of the greatest animated and science fiction films ever made, as well as a landmark in Japanese animation. So what do we think about Akira?
1: It's bloody brilliant. <laughs> oh wow, you brought British out of him. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> And that's our podcast. Thanks. No. Um it was <laughs> No, but like literally and figuratively
2: the movie was just amazing.
0: Yeah, I I rewatched it for this, which I I may or may not do depending on what what it is or how long it's going to take, but for this particular one, I really wanted to rewatch it because it it does have such a profound effect on so much pop culture and animation and science fiction ever since its premiere that uh, I felt like I would be doing a disservice to talk about it without having rewatched it. So, yeah, it's uh, it's something. Uh, why don't we talk about how we first watched Akira? Uh, Brian, you want to go?
1: So um, I, I I was hanging out with these two people. I don't know if you guys know them. They were Rick and Vic. A
0: bunch yeah. of nerds. Oh, my
1: gosh. I don't know if i
2: would <laughs> trust people with those names. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I
1: was hanging out with them and I don't even think that we had a conversation about what we were watching. <laughs> it was never a it, it was never, oh my god this new flick came out, let's go take, check it out, it's Akira. What? No, it really was I walk in, we're putting it in there and Akira's being played and you see just phenomenal artwork and, and, and animation and you're like okay i'm in
0: let's see what they do and that's how i got <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so basically we roped you into it cool yeah that's awesome that tracks what about you vic how did you first watch it so my first experience with it was actually the uh the
2: streamlined vhs that i still own <laughs> did
0: and
1: you, did you so buy it let me huh? say that you actually own. You still own a VHS player. I actually own two. Do they work? <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. But I own two.
2: So initially the streamlined dub. I don't remember what year I got it, but shortly thereafter
0: I actually got to see it on Laserdisc. Did you and Did you buy Akira to... Sight Unseen? Huh? Did you buy Akira Sight Unseen? Was this just? I did. That... So you like looked at the box art, said, "This dude with the giant laser gun. I, I got to have this." Pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man.
2: I, yeah, like shortly thereafter, it was the laserdisc version, which you know VHS quality, even on a new um, tape, isn't the greatest. And then following that up with the laserdisc version was just, you know, my brain was just mush afterwards. It was amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, my first uh, experience with Akira was through the uh, animation section at Blockbuster Video. Uh, it was the first one on the shelf because it was alphabetical. So I picked that up and brought that home and subsequently blew my own mind.
1: And you never, uh, that video, you never returned it.
0: Yeah, oh, no, I, come on, man, it's blockbuster. Those late fees will catch you every time. I so <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I did dub it because that's the kind of guy I was. And <laughs> I rewatched the hell out of it. You know what? Yeah, I, it, we need good.
1: To- we needed to go ahead and uh, say this right now about whole, the the whole dub versus sub argument. You know, yeah. like which one's better, sub or dub? And I saw wow. I saw this one meme that says, "What do we even have this conversation for? If you buy the manga, you're buying it dubbed. Why are we even having?" <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I sent
2: that one to Rick. <laughs> yes,
0: that was fantastic. I actually, all right, so my rule is, and it's not like a rule, it's just I've found myself, uh, this is, seems to be my my personal taste, is that whatever language I watched it in first is the language I prefer it in forever. So Akira, I did watch it in English first. In fact, to this day, I have never seen it in its original language. I've only ever watched it as a dub. Uh I don't know if that's the same for you guys, but that's that's just me.
2: So, um, no, I'm more of a purist because I notice most modern dubbing isn't the greatest. Um, the stream, you know, the older dubs, like the Streamline dub of this movie is phenomenal. It's just good. Um, but uh, I think subsequent viewings after Streamline folded, and I think Pioneer picked it up. Ever since then, I think I've only seen the Japanese dub or dubs, the original Japanese uh, voices because, I, I don't know, it's uh, most modern dubbing to me, and I think we discussed this over the weekend actually, it just, it- It's horrible. It, you try to capture the the pacing and the tone of the Japanese original
1: and in English, to me, it just doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> it's the little nuances of words that they use from Eng- from like when you're wa- so I have to watch, uh, uh, I'll, I'll listen to a dub, right? But I actually have to watch the subtitles too because I wear hearing aids. A little long fact for you guys. So my hearing sucks. So I'm actually watching, like whenever I watch television now, it has to have subtitles. So even if it's English dubbed, the subtitles from what they're reading versus what they're saying, it still doesn't match. How? (laughs) (laughs) How... You literally have what they're saying right here in English. How are the words... It should be like karaoke. But... (laughs) (laughs) And even the people that have been in karaoke!
0: Come on! (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I get that. It's... um... But I mean, I think that's it's all about what pacing and scripting and stuff like that. Right. I mean, it's especially if if, if you're watching it in the same language, uh, like you're watching the Japanese subtitles for the Japanese dialogue or the English dialogue with the English captions, they still cut things for for time and pacing right? your ability to keep up with what's happening on screen mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, I I sometimes I'll go as far as watching the English dub with the Japanese subtitles on, just so I can kind of get an idea of scriptural changes. Um, that's just me being a complete idiot. Um, talk about multitasking. But yeah, generally my rule is, I, I whatever I watched it in, that's kind of what I always watch it in. And that you'll find that to be consistent with me pretty much across the board. Um, very few exceptions, I think Ghibli stuff, because that stuff got butchered pretty hard. Um so, yeah. Uh, so what are our, what are our thoughts on this title? Like just generally, I mean, we're going to dig into the weeds on this, but overall, do you think it holds up? Do you think the idea that it is the biggest, baddest anime of all time is how do you, you feel like that rings true?
1: I would have yeah. I would have. All right, go ahead. Babe,
2: go ahead no, I was going to say I was just going to say literally just yes, absolutely.
1: I was actually going to say no.
0: Yeah? All right. Let's have at it. What's up? Tell me why it's not, B. All right. There's so many, and I
1: don't know whether or not it's... I've I've never read the manga. So I hate homework assignments. (laughs) So, like, I hate... uh, it goes, if, if you read the manga, you would know why this is it. No, you chose to, even if you do some exposition, what I'm talking about is that society uh, is now in the steampunk in, in era. They don't talk about what everybody is so pissed off about. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's just like, they're rioting. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. There's no setup for how did we get to this point, or or who are the powers that be, or yeah, it, it, and it really is such a. They take all that away from 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 the viewer, so you're just watching them just be chaotic for no reason.
0: I can see what you're saying. I, I, I think um, what you're, if I may speak to it, is that there's uh, a lot of plot lines that are happening simultaneously and not a lot of explanation as to that. And I can see what you mean there. Like, I mean, ultimately this is about a bike gang that gets caught up in a battle between military pro- or military police and protesters. Right. And they're, that's basically the premise. Oh, and by the way, one of their friends gets turned into a psychotic telekinetic murder God. But, but ultimately, it's it's about a bike gang getting caught up in a socioeconomic political unrest kind of thing. Um, but then it pivots hard into the telekinetic murder god stuff, and then you're just like, what what about all that?
1: Okay,
2: I can see Brian's point of view on this, but at the same time, you know, it's a movie, and for an you know, an animated movie of the time, this was already pretty long as is you know you only had oh so much so you had to pretty much cherry pick the best parts of the movie to show and, or best parts of the story
1: and 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 that is something that you also have to actually ding it on you know um let's say for instance let's compare this the pacing of this movie to say something that is made it from from DC anime DC animated now, we can say that Marvel has the best in the cinematic universe, but the animated universe, you would say that DC is leaps and bounds ahead of them. As a result, they have pacing down to a science. You know, one of my favorite ones is, is, is Aquaman, and just the Aquaman thrown up Atlantis. It just goes. It just floats. That's not the same here. It's It goes and then uh they, they, they are always so angry <laughs> <laughs> always some type of angry and ah and them trying to ah, oh my God. Ah.
2: <laughs> well and to be fair on that one you know I can I can agree with your point on that easily but at the same time you know for DC some of these characters have decades. Worth a backstory, even if you didn't read the comics. You know, even in the '60s and '70s, you had you know some of the dumbest cartoons about them, but they were <laughs> still there. So you know, there was some, you know, back cultural reference on that, even if you didn't directly watch it. That's fair.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. There's a lot of that. Uh, They're in the the mind. The, the, the cultural mindset, or something, whatever however the term is, but yeah, like I get that. Like, yeah, uh, that's I, how Marvel's able to get away with doing a Spider Man movie without giving us a Spider Man origins. Like, everybody kind of knows already,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right.
0: Okay, and fair. And nobody knows who the hell, uh, Kanada and Tetsuo are, so yeah, I, I get that. I, I see what you're saying, I do, I really do. Um, I do want to touch on a couple points. Uh, first of all, in my opinion, Kanada's a dick, pretty much. <laughs> The entire movie, he's absolutely an arrogant prick. And I, I mean that as meanly as I can possibly say it. He's he's a little protective of Tetsuo, which I appreciate because it's kind of like a big brother personality thing. And they do show in a flashback how they met and they bonded over the fact that they're both getting bullied and the shit kicked out of them. But for some reason is just a dick. Like <laughs> he's really. It's, I, I get that he's a biker gang leader, but this is the guy we're supposed to be rooting for. And, you know, by the end of it, I find myself rooting for Tetsuo more than I did. Uh, not, it wasn't that way when I was a kid. You no, know, when I when I first watched this, it was, um, probably about 1990 ish, 1991. Uh, not nah, like 1990. And, and being a, a kid there, I, I just hit like teenage years, just about. And, for me at that point you're i was rooting for for canada the whole time or let me say it in the streamlined pictures dub canada the <laughs> entire time and now and when i re-watched it was like man he was he why did i care about this guy like he's kind of a dick um and yeah i found myself leaning more towards tetsuo now that's that's neither here nor there. It's just something I really wanted to bring up because he no, it no, pissed me it off. Not,
1: there, this is a long, a long line of what what happens when, like when you say, doesn't stand the test of time, right? Right. The same way, at first, some people, everybody's rooting for Danielson, and then they realize if you really take back, Daniel was a dick. Put <laughs> 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 the leg on Do this shit. <laughs> and now, and now Kai is taking over so what's going to happen is they're going to have an Akira and they're, they're going to do Akira backwards so it's going to be Arika and Arika told <laughs> a story from Tetsuo's point of view where he's like you know what I really did want to take his fucking motorcycle because he's like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're just, you're just putting this shit out into the universe saying, this is what's going to happen. We're doing this. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> You heard your-
2: <laughs> So I get both your point of views. And while I agree, yeah, Kaneda was a dick. Um, but at the time where, you know, most animation that was available in the US and especially where we were, you know, where every single time, you know, the protagonist was the goody two-shoes, you know, the Boy Scout. Sure. You know, that kind of character. It was interesting to see a movie where essentially everyone, all the main characters were kind of jerks.
0: This is true. This is you're you are not wrong. It's, I agree.
1: Damn, but yeah, there,
0: dude, dude, there were some go ahead. After, dude, as much as I've known
1: Vic, now he's dropping the deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I've known you, now you wanna drop it? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like okay, Pepe. I'll see you there Now there were
0: there were a lot of I mean it's there were a lot of things about Akira that to me do still hold up immensely. Um, the quality of the work in and of itself is, is still nigh untouchable by anime standards.
1: I mean, At least not by hand-drawn
0: anime standards. <laughs> there are things like, I mean, the light trails coming off of the taillights of the bikes as they you know, sped off. Um, just the intricate details that in when buildings crumble and the little gravel. And and when you really think about the guys that have to draw all that stuff and how intricate and detailed it was, it, it, it really mind-blowing stuff. The destruction oh. was just so pretty. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Beautiful. The
2: technical detail was insane, but also... Um... I know there's been arguments back and forth whether the whole movie was animated at a higher frame rate or not, but there are definitely chunks of the movie. You could tell how smooth the animation is. It's like, it is at, you know, 23.97, blah, 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 frames per second. Okay. Right. And it shows. Okay. You know, how smooth that animation is. It's, you know, a lot of shows, even nowadays, are not animated
1: at that frame rate. So now, all right, so... It's, it's, it's clear we need to have this conversation. We're talking about frame rates now. Is that what we're going? Mindless
2: music.
1: <laughs> mindless music.
2: Hey, we'll talk about frame rates. Rate. As far as animation goes, you have to draw that. So you got to figure the poor animators at the time, because you know it's common knowledge that animators in Japan are. You know they overworked yeah they're insanely overworked so just imagine these poor guys sitting there animating at 24 frames a second
0: it's insane it is yeah it, and I it hats off to them because I I get pissed off if I have to draw a doodle twice I can only imagine you know having to, to go through all that and I mean, the some of it is is ridiculous like there's just I, I wrote notes uh, there's an ice layer on akira's tomb. And when they go visit Akira and they, they crack open the tomb and it's the way the ice is like drawn on there and it just shatters off and it peels to the floor. Like it's just so much of that that it that was really and the world building. Right. Like Neo Tokyo, despite our, our you know, complaints about the the plot, the Neo Tokyo is a fully realized, intricate world. All right. Ooh. For sure. And that uh, blew my mind. I love that video
1: that you sent about how uh canada's motorcycle slide and how often yeah. it has been used throughout yeah and even in real movies but that whole animation slide
0: oh yeah that that is such an icon,
2: an, an iconic I'm, scene in
0: anime. Yeah, that 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 bike slide, and while we're talking about the bike slide, which again, aped in so many different media formats over the years, just amazing. I'm I'm gonna anime nerd out about this. When that bike peels in, everybody thinks about the bike peeling off into the distance with Canada's uh, leg and hitting, dragging across the ground and all that, and it's super cool. But I I want you guys, if you ever re- rewatch it, I want you to look at the smoke coming off the ground, and I want you to look at the lightning effects. On the wheels of the bike oh, as for sure. it's pulling away from you. Because it is so good. It gives me animator wood. Absolutely. It's so incredibly well done. Um, and and I'm gonna be I'm gonna gush about this movie from an animation standpoint this entire episode. So just be ready for so, that. So so oh, sure. So
1: that's the question, right? How does that not get translated in little stuff like the anime slide gets translated. But then we're talking about the little details that are, you would have, like, that's one of the things that always amazes me. Um, Like, for instance, Teen Titans, right? Teen Titans becomes a fully realized animated cartoon. And then they backtrack, but the Teen Titans go. And I'm like, (laughs) no, motherfucker.
0: I really don't want to discuss that. I feel like, I mean, that's that what that is. Brian is, is absolutely. Uh, it's all about efficiency now, right? They found out that by using uh, vectorized animation techniques that they can uh, simplify animation and they lean into that, hoping that their story and the jokes are going to get them through it. But no, the quality of the animation, it, and this is not just an old guy yelling at a cloud, the quality of the animation uh, for American animation. stuff it, has deteriorated tremendously. Uh, that's I. I challenge anybody to log on and, and DM me or at me or whatever the hell you want to do. I will fight that fight. That is a hill I am willing to die on. It, it's it's gotten cheaper and faster because they need to make more of it. So homeboy, lots of corners. Homeboy who did Dexter's
1: Laboratory and Samurai Jack. What was his name?
0: Uh, Genndy oh, Tartakovsky.
1: Yeah, him. He made. Let's say that, that that's the, the the closest thing to the animated version of what we're looking at now. When we're looking at two Titans Go, it is so yeah. much better in Dexter and there, and they're doing stuff. I'm like, come on. The problem is that they are losing. I guess me, you know, and and other mm-hmm. people like me. There's no way in the world I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on. Teen times go, when I had Teen Titans, I I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a line I heard from a, a YouTube video about MTV and why they don't play music videos anymore. And it was a brilliant YouTube uh, video. It's a comedy bit, but it's we're not their fucking demo anymore. They have a whole new crop of young kids with different attention spans and different desires, and they that's their audience now. It's not us. If we, if we want to watch something, we can revisit Teen Titans, we can revisit TMNT, we can do all that. They don't care. They're not after our dollar, they're after our kids' dollars, which of course is our dollar ultimately, but they know you hook the kids, then you're set. So our kids, not mine, but general American kids, are going to grow up loving Teen Titans Go. It's going to be the cartoon they remember when they're adults and when they're doing their mindless midlife musings podcasts, that's gonna, what they're going to be heralding as some of the most brilliant, hilarious writing they've ever seen. They'll you be got, wrong, that's but that's what they're going to be doing. Ta- <laughs> okay for them to be wrong about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're going to be wrong, but that's what they're going to be talking about. <laughs> so no, there's, there's no way that we can, I mean, it, we can make a whole episode just bitching about that, but that's neither here nor there. I think that's
1: something the, we have
0: to be careful about is yeah. sure that we aren't
1: bitching too much about right because then we it goes from mindless meters to these mother old guys
0: <laughs> right and that's not that's not who i'm gonna be i'm not that guy so um i there is something some other stuff i want to talk about like so this is and it's worth mentioning this is a uh, feature length animated movie hmm. so of course the quality of this is bar none all right it's it's ex- yeah, amazing excellent And it's a standard by which people hold a lot of modern anime to. Without realizing that we are talking about a feature versus a series. Now, when we're saying the future, we're talking about that.
1: uh, What are some of the characteristics of a feature?
0: A feature length animation is usually animated on a larger budget. Akira at the time had like, I think the largest budget of any animated movie ever until I think Spirited Away dethroned it or something like that. So it was hella expensive to make. Which means they had more staff, they had more time, they had uh, you know just that much more going for it. Uh, animated shows in Japan, like uh, Super Dimension Fortress Macross, sometimes that that stuff was animated like the week before it aired. Huh. <laughs> like they, um, I read interviews where they would record dialogue, and then they would see that episode the following week. So <laughs> the the turnaround is. It, you know, on a series versus a feature, it, that can affect things. So it's it's also worth noting when we talk about shows, we talk about movies, we talk about these kinds of things, that we are you know careful to be uh, considerate of that because while something like say Super Dimension Fortress Macross looks gorgeous, sometimes sometimes it looks like ass. Um, whereas Akira, they had infinitely higher budget, way more time to work on it. Of course, it's going to look amazing. That's just kind of the thing, right? Are you, all, all, are
1: you always going to say Super Dimensional Fortress Macross?
0: Every time I talk about it, Super Dimensional Fortress way. Macross, it's going to be Super Dimensional Fortress Macross. <laughs> that is the correct way to say it. All right. So more random midlife musings about this show. I, I liked how when uh, Kaneda, like he's he's chasing down the clown and they're on the highway and he, he clocks the clown and then he, he runs into that little the little old dude, <laughs> his name. I don't remember. He runs into him, everything explodes. And he starts like everybody's, he's, he's looking at him like what's going on. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, and this is just me, this little tattoo looking motherfucker shows up in a suit and everything. And he's like, it's time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what the fuck is that? That is when things pivoted for me. And I was like, okay, this is going to be really fucking weird. Right, because up until then it was very by the numbers science fiction. Oh, this little old looking kids being like, you know, they're little trying to old. help us, help him escape. And, yeah, and, <laughs> and then the little tattoo guy shows up with the Mohawk, the white, the Japanese Mister T, and <laughs> and then that's when shit goes sideways. It's not, it's left, right. It was that that was
1: time that they probably should have had a commercial break talking about it. you may need drugs. <laughs> 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 the whole teddy bear thing dude i oh my god you know what so yeah all oh, right gosh, I, why? Break, I just had a breakthrough for why i am what you call a tax mexicus where i torture stuffed animals <laughs>
0: and, and you have okay, a cure
1: now,
2: what what that. hilarious about that is i actually have the movie running in the background right now yeah and we're at that scene yeah yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> with the with the the bears and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Why Why did I'm gonna ask why did those old little kids decide to fuck with Tetsuo? Like, why what were they doing? Were they trying to kill him because they really sucked at that, or were they trying to trigger his power? Or, like, what that whole scene, while beautiful and amazing, I never fully understood what they were trying to accomplish by doing that. It, it, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm just gonna say that they were jealous because he was tall.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and
1: say that it was his whole purpose was to turn me. To somebody who hates stuffed animals, <laughs> <laughs> they should in spades I, I, I mean, I, I, matter of fact, I'm gonna go to the bear right now. Just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know that that little Zelda Rubenstein looking chick. She knew that Tetsuo was their doom and all that. But it, but again, I, when they first started doing that, I was like, I don't. Why are you doing this to him? What is, what is your goal here? You guys are three feet tall. He's gonna fucking murder you. <laughs> that's right. right.
1: So mindless musings uh recollection. Yes. Uh Tetsu's girlfriend. What's her name? Uh
0: all right, hold up. Now in the streamlined dub it's Kaori, like C-O-W-R-I, but it's uh Kaori. It's uh, K-O-R-I I K-A-O-R-I, I think is how it was spelled. But yeah, yeah, her. What about her? I got I got something to say about that. I don't the one thing
1: all right I I don't know how I feel about it. She, <laughs> as they can. But they put the pinkest nipples on her.
0: Dude, all right. All right, we're going to do this. So We're going to do this. Akira. <laughs> Akira. Akira is like I think my first anime titty, right? Like uh-huh. the first time. Okay, so anime get t- t- you fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, I first anime titty. That. I think I saw The Little Mermaid, but I didn't know it was anime and, you know, was, she, never mind. No, no. Okay, so Kaori, Kaori is first anime titties ever, right? Heavy and, metal! Okay, yeah. Heavy metal, but I think I saw Akira first, if I'm being honest. Okay. So, Kaori, she's out with Kaneda, and the, the clowns show up, right, and they they walk up to her after beating the shit out of Tetsu a bit, and, and she gets stripped, right? They tear her blouse out and their little japanese girl titties pop out and then the next frame she's knocked the fuck out right i had the most judgmental boner ever it was like <laughs> what did you wake me up for you sick son of a bitch it was it was a am- it was so like mind blowing that this was happening to me and then 10 seconds later tetsuo's guts spill out onto the street so this movie just fucked me up at eight ways a Tuesday like, with that how whole How many emotions sequence. did you go through in that all, all, five minutes? All of them. All, all <laughs> of them. And when that shit happened, my bunner was like, I'm going to bed? Don't you ever fucking talk to me again. And that's I just, that's I can, that's how I remember Akira. That's just how it affected me. At, of course, pre-pubescent, right? Pre-pubescent. Yeah, that that's oh, just dude. me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Akira. The whole purpose was to. It's like um. It's a two-hour diagnostic of your senses.
0: (laughs) Its goal is to disgust you and arouse you and tingle you and fuck with your head for two hours.
1: If one of those things happens more than the other, you're supposed to see professional.
0: (laughs) Right. It's it's designed so it's impossible
1: for you to have one
2: solid opinion on the movie.
0: No. Yeah, it really, it, I agree. I agree with that, actually. And to, to get serious for a second, there are so many different plot points, so many different things about this movie. It changes gears so many times that it is hard to have a clear opinion on on how it made you feel, right? Because it does run the gamut of emotions. I mean, it just, for me, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. So, <laughs> oh. Sure. Other, it's just Other than animation
1: yeah. styles and the wonderful ice breaking and the morning dew on the top of Canadian's bike as you make that yeah. turn. And,
0: all that stuff. so nice.
1: And, and all that, right. <laughs> what are the things that, I guess character-wise, that, yeah. that has stayed true? Or, or, you know what I'm saying? That, what are some mm-hmm. of the things that... Are there any character traits that you see now that as you can see in Super of Fortress Macross, or <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm
1: proud of you for saying the whole name.
0: <laughs> Here to <this> fight. <laughs> it's so. It's um. I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, it's, like Vic said earlier, these none of these characters are particularly likable, right? been and i don't know that any of them have been aped into tropes or into you know like sort of reused characteristics do, do you feel that way i do you have an example i i can't think of any in particular because they're all pretty damaged people
2: yeah they're they, they were all pretty screwed up i mean there there couldn't easily be at you know certain aspects of like a single character you know in another character but not in the way that these characters are fleshed out in the Kira. I
1: think that the the, the 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 only trope that that has survived is the delinquent trope
0: mm okay yeah
1: yeah I can see that like the it, it, it's one thing to have the 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 motorcycle guy but that whole greaser damn they're looking like something out of that delinquent with those characteristics. Mm-hmm. And it's something about the 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 delinquent who is coming back to be the good guy.
0: I get it, and 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 we're definitely air quoting "good guy," right? Um,
2: oh yeah, there, there's nothing good. I mean, you know, Kaneda's mo- entire motivation for most of the movie was the girl.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, he was chasing. Uh, uh, I don't remember that character's name. Kay, I think. Like the whole movie. Like that was. That yeah, was, he was looking to lay pipe and he was (laughs) she decided that she was it um yeah i don't know i mean i think the whole thing it's like you said the delinquent aspect of it the delinquent character trope probably made its way into a lot of things also i think uh, but this this uh transcends anime this is a a theme in in movies and stories all and then that's that um power corrupts but ultimate power corrupts you know yeah yeah, absolute power corrupts absolutely. There we go. And then I feel like Tetsuo is is definitely that right. He's indicative of that. Oh, um, he's the epitome of that, right? And I, I don't know if it's the experimentation that drove Tetsuo insane, or if it was the power uh, that he had suddenly obtained that ultimately corrupted him. But he did fall like hard, right? And then it wasn't until he couldn't control that power anymore that he realized his folly, and and that that has rung true so many times over the years in, in movies and cartoons and just everything, comic books, mm-hmm. you name it. So I think that's probably the only trait I can think of. And again, but to call it a trait is to diminish it. The only theme, I guess, yeah. that I feel makes its way into so many other stories. And and yeah, again I be, don't
2: that trait's probably not, it's been there before Akira. It's just
0: Right. And I was just gonna say I don't I don't think necessarily that Akira is responsible for that. But I do feel like he's, uh, that that anime is is probably one of the most uh, remembered for it. Yeah. Could be wrong. Well, I'm not. Well, I, so
1: can I, I, would, I would agree with that. I would agree with that.
0: Now, I, I'm going to jump into a different mindless musing here. And that is, and I just, it needs to be said, is that Orbital Beam Cannon's have and always will be a terrible fucking idea. They're a terrible <laughs> idea in this. They're a terrible idea in bubblegum. They're a terrible idea. It never works out. It never ever ever works out because the wrong person always manages to gain control. It's just it's like
2: it's like anime. But it's so is- cool. I mean, orbital sniping. Come on,
0: uh, <laughs> it's cool.
1: But I would say that that, always- that whole that whole space beam down, That's another thing that that has. Taken care of everything from any type of space beam that shoots down. Hell, even. <laughs> <Lee> did it. <laughs> and I don't,
0: I don't know the history of it. I don't know if it's like a, an allegory to star Wars, you know, by star Wars, I mean the star Wars program enacted by the president in the eighties. I, I don't know that that's it, but, but it sure did seem like when cyberpunk took off and that's, and that's Akira, right? Akira is like cyberpunk personified, I think. And, And when it, I think when that took off, I don't know if that's where the orbital beam satellite thing came from, but dude, everybody's used it, right? It's, it has since then. And I think that was the first time I'd ever seen an orbital beam cannon satellite thing. It seems like everybody and their mother's uncle wants one in their sci fi. Yeah. (laughs) I mean,
2: at least, at least during the late 80s and most of the 90s, there are quite a few sci fi and cyberpunk shows that actually did have. The you know the orbital lasers which thank-
1: yeah almost always 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 was a bad hey, idea. Thank you, Vic. Thank you, thank you for abbreviating that to <laughs> instead of over the bee cannon because I can't have too many more super ones in that <laughs> where we're to, you know, <laughs> if we don't start using abbreviations, I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs>
0: all right, all right. You're gonna have to keep up with the abbreviations though. So <laughs> <laughs> this uh. We'll call them, we'll just call them, you know, uh, OBCs orbital beam cannons. Um, like the three that come to mind, right? There's this one, there's bubblegum crisis uses it, uh, to a, a lot. And, uh, even Batman beyond the return of the Joker used orbital beam satellites. And it, it didn't go well for anybody in any of these.
1: Even, uh, justice league, the watchtower had one.
0: The watchtower yep. had a freaking beam satellite, or, or a beam on it. Cause why the hell not? Um, you have Superman, the most powerful being, but yeah, we, we really need lasers from space. So, uh, yeah, that's a random music I had. I I realized watching this when they started using the beam satellites, I'm like, this may be the first time I'd ever seen it. And yeah, it sucked. It's a terrible idea. I don't know why everybody thinks they should use it. And, uh, historically it never works. No. And go ahead.
1: No, no, it does not. It does not work.
0: I do have, I have more. All right. So this is a, this is one that I really, this is just anime being anime. All right. And that is where does all the meat come from? <laughs> I, I I understand science is a timey wimey thing when you're doing science fiction, but, but Tetsuo goes from, I don't know, 80 pounds soaking wet to this enormous sack mass of, meat? of meat that he's, crushes his own girlfriend in one of the most terrifying things i'd ever seen um to like absorbing things and it's just like where does it come from what
2: the hell i think that's been a huge issue with anime forever i mean like yeah besides that's still growing i mean look at transformers i mean you yeah. know like you know it, it's been there for a while and it's like how does something you know is one size and then out of nowhere it's like their, you know, their mass increases like three hundred times, and it's
0: how, but
2: yeah, doesn't matter because they make it look cool.
0: It's true, true. And <clears throat> and while we're while we're on the subject of his mass uh, and the growing, the whole final battle, the Kaneda Tetsuo screaming match that happens. Um, That's
1: something else that that has taken all <laughs> three.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just scream each other's name while you're trying to kill them, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Z said, Hold my beer, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's uh, that's like one step away from calling your special moves, right?
1: Well, <laughs> so here's the thing, here's the thing that remember that whole uh trope I mentioned the last time about everybody being number one, being the best at something. Yeah, that does not exist here.
0: This is true. You are right. Ah, this does not have one person aspiring to be the best. If anything, they're aspiring to be left the hell alone. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, the military is aspiring to be in charge, and everyone else is just aspiring to be left alone. And if not, then they're taking everyone with them.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you're right. You're right. That this is one area, but that again, we realized, I, I mean, I think we discussed that in the last episode, is that this that trend towards uh, perfection that trend towards excellence that that came with time right it wasn't necessarily embedded in our anime but it became embedded in the modern telling of anime yes and uh, you know what it's since we're nobody is the best in this and this is true um, why is it that little Zelda Rubinstein um, had to use K to fight Tetsuo did that ever get explained to anybody like why was she? Why did she go? You know what this this chick? I'm gonna use her to fight this telekinetic god guy. Well, considering
2: Canada that- went out of his way, you know, to go for this girl, you know, do you think he's gonna listen to this? You know, three foot high blue girl? No, he's yeah. he's gonna you know listen to the girl that he's been chasing the entire movie. You know, so preview she- uh, preview. Uh, I uh, uh, God, I can't even talk right now. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know he's. He's a horny teenager, you know. He wants the girl, and you know, so he's you gonna feel, the girl that he wants.
0: So you feel like the little chick used K uh, to fight Tetsuo because it would trigger kind into action. It's probably the only way. Get the hormones going. Oh, it's this. This anime had it all, right? This anime had. Uh, anime titties this anime had anime guts spilling out this this anime had a dude getting literally shredded by bullets at least a couple times in this like just like it had uh oh, people were ordering... getting exploded yeah getting exploded laddered <laughs> along um, the walls oh my god yeah this this thing kind of did everything and and i and for that i'm grateful right because if you're gonna introduce yourself to anime which this i think i feel like this this and maybe Warriors of the Wind were the two movies for me where I went, holy shit! What the hell is this? Uh, it, I, I appreciate that they didn't pull a single punch. No, no uh, punch. It, it just did. You guys Go yeah, like
1: you like this? Wait till you see some of our other movies. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was like, hey, look, you know, we've grown up with this, but
2: look what the other side of the planet is providing their fans.
0: And it's now, like, I... <laughs> it, it,
2: it's like you know, we didn't get this kind of stuff theatrically here at the time. No, no, we. Didn't. Outside of a few private showings, maybe.
0: Did um, now I know Vic, you you watched it eventually again on Laserdisc. Brian, did you ever experience it uh, in another format? But before, assuming you rewatched, I don't know. Did you rewatch it for this?
1: I did rewatch it, but
0: uh, cool.
1: I have a confession. What. and I'm glad we we're doing this towards the end of the video. I mean <laughs> podcast. That- what video are you talking about? <laughs> towards the end of the podcast. I'm I'm glad, but I have never actually finished Akira.
0: Oh <gasps> my god. <laughs> what? You know what? I think I've watched the whole thing and it's it didn't I don't think it ended. So <laughs> How far did you get? What's the last thing you remember? I, this is a conversation. This needs to happen. What what do you what happened? Well, so
1: I was watching it with Angel and we, and uh Angel my wife, y'all. And we were watching it trying to do the homework. And yeah, the last thing I saw before I woke up and I was drooling <laughs> it was now I've made it Further, in previous times in my life, I've actually made it to the orbital bean cannon, but this time we didn't even make it past uh nipples.
0: Damn, you fell. Hey, you're you're officially old. Movie. Huh? <laughs> he he said that that's early in the movie. Yeah, you're officially old, man. You fell asleep. You fell asleep before the before the plot even kicked in. <laughs> It's, her, it's like for me, it's like ninety-nine percent of the time. If I'm starting the
2: movie, I don't finish it. Nah, I, I mean, no, I even Last year, I took the hour-long drive to go watch it when they did the 4K restoration in theaters.
0: So now, Vic, you've you've watched Akira a few times. Like you've well, seen it. Like, I, I own it on
2: VHS. I own it on DVD. I own it on Blu-ray, and as of a couple of weeks back, I own it in
1: 4K. And it's all awesome. now. <laughs> Tell me on your have phone. You, you have a copy of Akira on your phone. That way, you can watch it anywhere.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. I, that's what
0: that's what Plex is for. Right, Fair stream right. it. Did you now? Have you? You've watched it in English, the original streamlined dub. You watched it in Japanese. Did you ever watch the the Pioneer redub? I did not. I didn't either. Because I've never I seen let's it
2: like I'm not sure if I mentioned it now, but it's like the streamlined dub was just actually really good. You I know like I, they, they didn't go with like the you know the the way that they do now, where they try to keep the you know the tempo and the pitch and hmm. the way of speaking you know properly in the same way as when they translated. So you get in English, you get an unnatural way of speaking, whereas in the old Streamline dub, it's like it just fits. With you know, with English, as opposed to,
0: you know, where the Japanese one is still flawless. I I, I agree with you that I enjoyed the streamlined up as it is the only version I've ever watched, but there are lines that that merit criticism, and one of those is, just when my coils reach in the green line, I have no idea what the fuck that means, but it's in there. It's a thing. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna go yesterday. ahead and say for
1: the rest of the people. You guys are nerds.
0: <laughs> and there's this other line that the uh the general I can never remember that character's name. Uh he says he's trying to get Akira's door to open the to open the door and he just like screams out, do it now. And I to this day will say <laughs> do it now like that when I'm trying to convince somebody with urgency to do something. Right? So there there are definitely some pearls in there of the eighties dub, but I, I agree with you overall. Overall. I, I I think it holds up. I think the dub holds up. Uh, other people will no doubt tell us that we're being ridiculous. Well, you know, As,
2: like I said earlier, everyone's entitled to an opinion, even if it's wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alternative facts. Alternative facts. <laughs>
2: Hey, I so everyone's opinion even if I disagree with it.
0: So now all right so ultimately the final the final uh throwdown on this did it age well do we love akira what are your thoughts uh Vic Personally you guys know I love the movie it's it's still
2: an animation quality benchmark. You know some of the themes no longer work or fit nowadays but things like you know the build-up to the 2020 Olympics like that was supposed to be happening, and, well, go figure, we were supposed to have 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. <laughs> you know, it's just parallels and things that were supposed to happen, almost did happen, as opposed to, you know, the things that thankfully didn't happen. You know, we didn't have World War Three. we don't have giant murder god trying to kill everything, but... <laughs> Overall, I, I think it still holds up great. I mean, it's still, you know, it looks like 80s and 90s anime style. You know, the character design and everything else, it still looks from that time frame, but it just oozes quality.
1: Brian, your thoughts? I have to say that um,
2: you can't... Brian's never finished watching the movie. He doesn't count.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll say
1: that you can't deny its impact. And on that basis alone, it do, it has stood the test of time because there are so many people who are using the little bits and pieces out of it and and, and, and keeping it to their little Easter eggs in the future. As long as you can't, it, it's going to be remembered forever. Um, and I'm going to have to finish watching it because after, if I make another statement like that with anything else... <laughs> People are going to riot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I guess I'll chime in on this. It's I, I do feel like it holds up. I feel like if you're going to watch something and you want to feel you want to watch a cyberpunk story, then you're going to want to watch Akira. There are lots of cyberpunk out there. You can watch Blade Runner. You can watch Bubblegum Crisis. You can watch any number of things. But if you want an absolute apeshit cyberpunk kind of experience, then I feel like like Akira does hold up, yeah. does keep the torch going in that regard. Or it's, it, starts um,
1: infer, it starts to, it, does, it starts to play.
0: It does it without a doubt. I, I, there are lots of great things about uh, most cyberpunk films and this one included where it's like the, because of some horrible cataclysm, we have this rapid growth of technology, but not an evolution of technology. So like in in this in 2019, they, they still have arcade games and CD jukeboxes and, you know, they still have to use landlines to make calls and things like that. But everything's just kind of like hyper technological, like there's just more moving parts to it, but it's still the same stuff.
2: Right. It's um, like the natural evolution of that technology, but without the way that it actually happened in real life.
0: Right, because nobody could have predicted back then that the internet was going to be a thing, or how it was going to go, or cell phones, or any of that stuff. So it, it is always fun for me to watch uh, older cyberpunk material, just because of watching how they envisioned future technology becoming a thing. So I I think it's definitely worth a watch. I think if you've never checked out Akira, what the hell's wrong with you? you should definitely check it out. Um, and that's that's my two. Cents go on find
1: the it. Here's Bob Lester's video. you will be good.
0: That's right. Go check it out—a blockbuster video. Highly recommend it. The animation section, right next to the. It's form. on Hulu.
1: It's uh, on Hulu. You can find it on Hulu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think that's going to be our show for today. Uh, let's go with uh, Vic. Where can people cyberbully you?
2: Uh, again, like I said, since I don't like to be seen myself, uh, you can always check out my Muppets Twitter. And that's at Kaiju underscore geek grotto. That's at K I K A I J U underscore G E E K G R T T O.
0: All right. And and Brian, how do how do people find you to bludgeon you for the travesty of not finishing Akira?
1: My name is Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at skits, skits backwards on Twitter. And that is S-K-I-T-Z and then skips backwards. So
0: Z-T-I-K-S. Spelling is heard. Uh-
1: <laughs> people are like, how do you awesome. pronounce that? It, it, it says just like, it skips, skips backwards. What?
0: Why are we- <laughs> <laughs> people people are going to be following some really strange people on, on the internet. They'll be looking for you. Um, well, folks, you've... You've just been privy to the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Geek Grotto, or you can visit us at our website at geek-grotto.com. If you'd like to sponsor the show, you can do so on the podcast's Red Circle host site. That's redcircle.com shows slash M-M-M-A-N. And if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, please subscribe, like, follow, heart, or any combination thereof, That and uh, maybe also give us a review. Until next time, keep oh, calm on. and run. No, nope. nope.
1: nope. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to stop. Don't review. Don't, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't review that I haven't watched it. Finish it. Don't do that. That was just. <laughs> no, no, no. Let, let him have it. <laughs> 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 tear tear <laughs> into him.
2: It'll teach him a valuable lesson. Okay.
1: okay. okay. I, I just had to <laughs> All
0: right. (laughs) So until (laughs) next time, folks, keep calm and run from Tetsuo's meaty grasp.